everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the That Lux Life podcast. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I've talked about a little bit before when it comes to friendships, but it's one that I wanted to get into because it's something that's really been like on my mind because I'm involved in them. And I'm like, you know what? Is this helpful or not helpful? And what could it be? And a lot of us are in them. And I've seen like memes and videos about them. So I think it's going to be really, really good. And it's about group chats. Today, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of group chats with friends. Now, having a group chat could be a luxurious thing. Sometimes it could be a non-luxurious thing. It all depends on with how you live your life. So I want to get into this because I've been going so back and forth with it. Like, on some days I love them, some days I hate them, some days I'm in between, sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a huge luxury. Some days I'm like, oh my gosh, it would be such a luxury if I got rid of half of these things. It's just back and forth. And I feel like a lot of people are in them. I've talked to like other friends who, you know, they're not in the group chats that I'm in, but they have their own group chats, which then also makes you think like, why are you not in your other friends' group chats? Why do you have friends outside? I mean, I'm just kidding. I'm really just kidding. Uh, but it's like I've heard so many back and forth things like everyone goes through these up and down emotions with these group chats. So the easiest thing to get into first is, of course, the pros. Everyone obviously enters into a group chat for a reason, whether it's an event that or a trip that just somehow ended up being an extended group chat um, that just never end or it was like a, a event or an outing you were planning for or it was just like something happened where all of a sudden you ended up in this group chat and you're like, what is this? And then even sometimes you get to the point where you're like, all right, the group chat ended. I'm going to you know, delete it or it falls down into your stream. And next thing you know, someone posts in it and you're like, when was I part of this group chat? But anyway, the pros. So like I was saying with, you know, you probably ended up in a group chat maybe because of a trip. Group chats are great for planning. That's like the one pro I always find in a group chat. You're getting everybody in the same room. Like everyone's sitting down. When you have to say one thing, you say it, everyone hears it. You can get everyone's feedback, everyone's thoughts, everyone's schedule all at the same time versus like, okay, I got to go text Tara over here and then Jenny over here and, you know, Melanie over there and then like Laura over here to see you know, what their availability is on these dates and these dates and these dates. And you're like, okay, now it's just too much. You end up with like sticky notes, pens and pencils. You're going back and forth. Like, okay, well you sent those dates, but you know, Tara's not available. Laura, can you change your dates? It's, it just gets too much. Whereas like if you're in one group chat, the planning becomes a whole lot easier because everyone can share what they want to do, what they don't want to do, their availability all in one place. So it, it's, it's very easy. Like the planning just goes so much smoother when you're in one group chat. Um, another a pro of group chat is you're making connections with everyone, especially if like you're someone who is 
is new to a group of friends. You maybe made a friend at work who then introduced you to the rest of his or her friends, um, his, her, their friends. Um, and you're just kind of trying to make those connections with people where you're not able to get a feel of some of the different personalities, even though it's not fully true because you never want to take things through technically that face value because you never really know someone's true tone. Um, but it's it's able to develop those connections and bring the group together as a whole. Um, yeah, you're probably going to be having those outside conversations where, you know, you're making deeper connections with other people, but at least like, you know, you you feel a part of the group when you're in a group chat. It just gives you this feeling of I'm a part of a group of these phenomenal people that I can connect with, that I can talk to with, that when I'm having like something going on, I can message it or I'm like, I just need to vent. I can vent to multiple people and someone's going to answer. Cause you know, I've done it tons of times where I'm like, you know what, I'm having a day where I just need someone to talk to. And you text that one person and that one person just happens to, to be busy. And you're sitting there and you're just like, I really want someone to talk to, but at least like in a group chat, you, you message and, you know, I feel like it happens by rare chance, like nobody's available, but I feel like nine times out of 10, you're going to get a response back from one person, at least in the entire group in, in a few minutes where now you can talk to them. You can still continue in the group. You could take it outside of the group, but at least like, you know, someone's there or you can get multiple people coming in and just like allowing you to vent, hear you and you feel just a deeper connection. And with that, you can also get multiple opinions all in one place. Um, I know like with me right now, we are building a house and, you know, trying to get design feedback from my husband is I, I might as well go talk to the aunt in the backyard. Like it's it's just impossible. It's I'm not going to get anything. Um, I, I'm literally probably better off talking to our dog. I think my, my son, my three-year-old son gives better feedback about the design aspects of our house. Uh, versus my husband. Like, at least with my son, I can, like, show him two, two examples and go, you like this one better or this one? And he'll pick one. You know, it could probably just be a Russian roulette situation, but at least I'm getting an answer. With my husband, it's like a, uh, well, you know, whatever whatever you want. And then, like, especially if it's for our bedroom, it's whatever you want, and then it gets to the bedroom, and he's like, I don't know if I like this. But at least, like, you know, what I found is, like, with friends, if I need feedback on something, I can send the picture and they can give me, like, opinions. They can see things that I'm not seeing. Like, there was an example one day where, you know, we were picking out, I was picking out um, tile for our bathroom. And uh, my husband was just like, I don't know any of this. You got to go ask somebody else. I just don't have the design eye. And I respect him for giving that feedback. He was honest about it. It wasn't him just going, mm, let's go with that one. And then when we get there, he's like, well, I just pick one because whatever. Um, so I sent it to my group of friends and a lot of them came back and they were like, okay, well, what's the other tile that you're doing for, um, the floor versus what's in the shower? Well, you know, that one's going to have this little freckle, you know, this is going to happen there. And then I have friends who are like, you know, we had that type of towel or tile and it gets really dirty, really fast. You start seeing cracks. And if you drop something on it, like you start getting opinions and feedback from people. And yes, it can sometimes get out of control, but you're able to get, more out of people, people adding on, people agreeing, you know, you're just able to get those opinions all in one place 
that is a lot easier to then everyone sees things, everyone knows things. And even if you're the one giving the opinion on something, like I've had for like our friend group where, you know, one of our friends is out doing something and she asked for her opinion on a dress. And one of our friends like, you know, points out, you know, I shopped at this brand and, you know, you want to go a size up, you want to go a size down, you know, their material's a little rough. And the next thing you know, there's a dress I see by the same brand. And I remember the conversation. So it's like, you're able to store information even when it's not about you. Like it just comes to be a great thing. Um, and the last big pro, and I think I've already said this, it's just everyone's in the same room. I mean, if you think about it, you know, work-wise, family-wise, um, friend-wise, when you want to get something done, you need to talk about something, it's always best to have everyone in the same room. Like, I cannot tell you how many times at work where I'm like, we need to arrange a Teams meeting or a Zoom meeting or something to talk about this one thing versus me sending a mass email and to multiple people and then getting multiple opinions back at once and all of those opinions or thoughts or feedback all are contrasting and then you have to email one person back at the same I'm like why don't everyone just get in the same room so we can talk this out so that we can at the end in you know probably 30 minutes to an hour can come to a decision versus now I sent this email thread it's now taking me a whole day to sift through all the response emails and then by the end of the week we still don't have anywhere to go same thing with having a, a, a chat with friends is you're able to get everyone in the same room you can get things figured out very quickly, all at one place in a short amount of time versus sending text messages individually, possibly sending emails, just trying to develop things in a different manner. So those are the big pros that I have. I'm sure there's other pros that everyone else thinks of. And these are just the ones that I just want to highlight. Now let's get into the cons of group chats because I, I love the pros, but it's the cons that just get into my skin. I think that's like with everybody is, you know, the benefits of something, but when one thing goes wrong, that's the one thing that irritates you. It's kind of like, even like with parents, like, right. You know, right now I'm in this in-between phase where we're building our house. So I'm at home with my parents. Whereas like, I could be super cleanly. I'm helping to cook. I'm doing all these things. But the one time I leave a pot in the sink out of all the days I've been, all the other things to do, all the other cleaning, it's the issue. It's the one thing that's brought up. Forget everything else I've done. You know, I think that's with every, anybody is, you, even with your significant others, it's, you know, you do all these other things for them. They never say, you know, they may say thank you. I'm not saying they never say thank you, but there's never like an acknowledgement of all these other stuff. But one thing goes wrong and it's an issue. And I will say, I do that myself. You know, my husband, he's wonderful. He does great things. I don't always point out the great things he's doing, but yeah, the one thing he does that irritates me, that's probably the one thing I'm going to call out versus anything else. So that's the same thing, you know, with these group chats is you may be that person where you're like, oh, I see all these benefits, but it's that one thing that bothers you in a group chat where you're like, mm, I'm about to be done. But for some reason you stay in it. We all stay in them. It's always the weirdest thing. But cons. Cons are there are tons of messages. I feel like that's always the big thing with me is it is just an overwhelming sense of messages. And if everybody is not in the same time zone, you never know when you're going to be getting a response. I'm in group chats with friends who are on the East Coast, as well as the Midwest, as well as the West Coast. So by the time that I'm sleeping, there are people who are up, they're sitting on their couch and they're ready to start conversations. And then my phone's going off. I have discovered to use the do not disturb, but then you wake up and next thing you know, you have 
500 messages you missed. That's a, a big exaggeration. But even if it's just like 20, 25 messages. So now you have to go back and sort through them and you're like, do I even respond to this because it's like the day after and you missed the whole conversation? Because then you have those people who like, when you do respond, they go, oh, great to hear from you now. But then if you don't respond, it's also an issue. So it's just the tons of messages. Like even when it's during the day, even if you're on the same time zone, everyone just has time to get in the group chat at a different time. Like I've been in a meeting where I'm like, I have friends who are all in the same time zone. We're all in the same state. We live around the same area. And one friend starts a, a, a message and I'm in like a, a one hour meeting. And at the end of that hour, I have now 30 plus messages that I've missed that I now have to sort through and read like a novel before I could even respond. And then while I'm still reading for, through them, there are more messages coming through. Like that's even the other thing is if there are tons of messages and you finally realize there's tons of messages that happen and you're catching up, they could still be talking. It just becomes super overwhelming. It could become exhausting. Like it just becomes a lot. And I'm one person who I cannot deal with the little red circle with the numbers in them because I'm like, I don't like having notifications that are unread. So it just like throws you off. Like it's with the group chats, even whether it's iMessage, text messages, Slack, I just cannot deal with them. Um, which then, you know, that's the other thing is the random times of conversation. It's just random times. No one ever messages at the same time every day. Like it's just, no matter where you are, the conversations start randomly, they start at random times, and they're not always convenient. There's also the fact of, which is kind of the like the, the counter to the counter con, I'm gonna make this up, the counter con to the pro that I was talking about earlier. You can get a lot of opinions from people at once. So though, yeah, you get multiple opinions, which could be beneficial, but then, you know, in the chance where you send a question or you send something for an opinion and say you have, there's a group of you and there's like six of you, all five other of the opinions could all be contradicting opinions. And then for some reason, it starts this back and forth battle and simply some of the yes or no or uh, I don't like this conversation now has become an ongoing conversation that's now back and forth and lasting for 30 minutes. It just becomes a whole lot. Um, you, you get a little overwhelmed. I mean, that's the only over thing is group chats can just be overwhelming. Um, but we all stay in them. It's just kind of a thing. We just all stay in them. We join them. I mean, I probably looking at my phone now am in at least six, seven friends group chats. Some of them are like mini group chats from the larger group chat that, you know, when some of us who like some of us, like we have this big friend group, but only some of us like to do brunch on every other Sunday. So we made a separate group chat out of that group chat. Um, or like if we were planning a trip that we, you know, a new group chat starts that's involving one different person. And then of course, on top of that, I have like three to four other family group chats. Then I have work friends group chat. It's just a lot. And then you're like, okay, let me name all of these, but then you don't remember what you name them. It's just, it's a whole lot going on. It's just a lot and can be overwhelming. So just a little tidbit I want to talk about because I feel like it's such a big thing. We're all in these group chats and it's super just weird and fun. But, you know, I would love to hear what everyone's thinking about my group chats. You know, send me a DM or, you know, send me a little note on the info, uh, the, that looks like podcast Instagram. Um, you know, send me a little message. I'd love to hear more about it because I'd love to continue this conversation because it's just group chats are just so fascinating with all those pros and cons. Like it's just a huge thing, you know? 
So yeah, send me a message. I would love to talk about it more and, you know, stay tuned for the next episode of the That Looks Life podcast or go back and listen to some more. Um, and, you know, as a dope, again, I always say this, if you are listening to this podcast, you love the That Looks Life podcast, please make sure to leave a review on, you know, Apple Podcasts, on whatever platform you're looking to listen to this. Give a five-star review, give some feedback. Uh, the more reviews that I get, the better the podcast gets ranked. And then, you know, the more great um, guests I can have on the podcast. Um, you never know. I always like name a new one you know, every time, maybe next podcast episode, we'll be listening um, from Angela Bassett because, you know, she just ran a Golden Globe for her role in Wakanda forever, which, you know, I loved her acceptance speech. It was just amazing, just super amazing. So make sure you leave that feedback, that review. I'll love you for it for forever. Um, and, you know, it just helps. So I'll catch you all in the next one.